Okay, so that that leads me to one of the uh, first questions we had from uh, someone on Twitter, Steve Porras. Uh, he asks, okay, given all of that, nothing's really happening with the budget. He wanted to know why won't you allow the Senate's grand bargain to be negotiated to a successful conclusion? Well, the, the presumption in his question is false. I am pushing the Senate very strongly to come to a grand bargain. They're, the good news is they're negotiating ex- on exactly the issues that I've been advocating for four years. They're negotiating on term limits. They're negotiating on a property tax freeze. They're negotiating on pension reform and education funding reform and reducing the regulatory uh, burden on businesses and consolidating local governments. They're working on the right issues, and boy, I hope they succeed. I'm encouraging them. The the, the bad news is um, the House Democratic leadership has been sending over uh, some of their lieutenants and some of their leaders of their special interest groups that fund them over to attack the Senate Democrats um, and, and, and try to blow up the grand bargain. That's what's been happening over the last six weeks. And I feel bad for Senate President Cullerton and some of his uh, S- Senate Democrats. You know, there's a real difference between the two chambers in the General Assembly, and I think it's important for your listeners to understand that. In the Senate, I've got a lot of good friends in the Senate Democratic Caucus. Most of them are there for the right reasons, and they are very policy-oriented. They're trying to uh, do things to improve the quality of life for the people of Illinois, and they're willing to, to compromise and negotiate. But over in the House... The House isn't very policy-focused. They're very focused on loyalty to Speaker Madigan, um, and that comes first and foremost. And the Speaker has been steadfast against any changes, any reforms whatsoever. He simply wants to either do a stopgap spending plan that will force a tax hike later or force a tax hike right now without any changes to grow the economy. And that would be a disaster for the people of Illinois. Okay, so a couple of things here. Where did you hear that about House Democrats? Because this is the first time that... That we're hearing this, that they're sending over, as you say, special well, interests to, to block. Yeah, you should you should uh, check with um, the Senate Democrats about the pressure they're getting. Um, President Cullerton has been under um, relentless pressure. Special interest groups beating him up. Um, and Senate Democrats are feeling a lot of pressure. In fact, I've been told that several, I won't name names right here on this program, but several of the Senate Democrats have decided, boy, it's not worth the pressure they're getting. They're pulling back off of the grand bargain and not wanting to uh, negotiate anymore. That's a tragedy that the special interest groups are, are pressuring them not to do a grand bargain. We need a balanced budget. We should have done this two years ago. And we need structural change to grow the economy so we can keep our budgets balanced. Tony, here's the critical critical issue. If we just raise taxes, as, as many Democrats have advocated in the House, just raise taxes alone to balance the budget, maybe with a few spending cuts, but not much, we will quickly be out of balance on a budget within a year or two because the economy has to grow as fast or faster than our uh, government spending or we'll always be out of balance and we'll always be scrambling to raise the tax rate. And that will be a crushing death spiral for the people of Illinois. The, 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 but the, but the, Senate the, Republicans have said that, and this has been reported, that you're office when it come to when it came to the grand bargain and again this has been reported that your office told them that the grand bargain wasn't good enough well we've all been discussing the grand bargain um, and I have supported getting the grand bargain, but the, the, what it has to be is a good deal for taxpayers and a fair deal and actually move the needle. Um, the special interest groups don't want anything to be real. Let me give you an example, Tony, of, of the challenge for us. We need term limits on elected officials. Democrats and Republicans agree term limits is a good policy. Um, and so far, the Senate Democrats have proposed a term limit on Senate leader through a rule change just for the Senate leader can't would be term limited. Well, what we need is term limits on everybody, 
on me, on everybody in the General Assembly. That's not on the table. As but why an should why should that be on the table when it comes to a budget governor? I mean, you have people out here, uh, NIU, for instance, w, uh, Northeastern Illinois University, having to furlough teachers, which disrupts students, which means they don't get a diploma, which means it affects their job creation, which means it affects the state. Why should term limits be a sticking point? Why not take that to the to the polls? Why not let voters decide on that instead exactly. of exactly that's what but, we're trying but, to do. But no, you're making you want this to be part of the budget. That's what that's what it keeps coming up is that this needs to be part of a budget agreement. It has nothing to do with with taking it to the voters. Why not just why not just say let, let's forget about term limits. We need to create a budget which has to do with spending and money, not politics and office holders. Okay, so let, this is Tony. Let's focus on this because this is the core issue. First of all, we are trying to get this to the voters to let them vote it up or down. The judges uh, who are elected in Illinois through our political process, unfortunately, the judges have ruled that the only way term limits can get on the ballot for the people of Illinois to vote them up or down is if the General Assembly puts them on the ballot. That's the only way. But it's still, being tied, but it's still for... being tied to the budget. What I'm saying okay, is, why so, don't you, right, why don't you put that away, get a budget, and then come back to that and, and, and convince your— <laughs> Come back to it. Yeah, sure. come back to it so we have, we have a spending plan so we're not sort of in this unprecedented position of, of being basically the only state in the, in the union who's gone this long without a spending plan. Okay, so let's let's focus now. Let, let me finish the, the answer, please. So uh, the only way to get that done is through the General Assembly. Now, uh, the reason um, this is so critical for balanced budgets for now and in the future is our political system has been broken for years. We have a lot of self-dealing, a lot of self-interest, a lot of corruption, people being prosecuted, some going to jail for years and years. Term limits, as President Obama has acknowledged, is one of the best ways to deal with corruption in government. Businesses, job creators, taxpayers, working families want their government to work for them, to not be corrupt, not be self-interested, and for them to have confidence to stay in Illinois, to grow in Illinois, to invest in Illinois. Term limits is one of the best ways to increase their confidence so that they'll invest and grow and grow jobs. And that's directly tied to the budget for the long term. We can't keep budgets balanced unless we're growing our economy as fast or faster than our government spending has been growing. And Tony, this is your, your listeners really should understand this stunning fact. For 17 years, 17 years, we've created no net new jobs in Illinois. That's stunning. And during those 17 years, government spending has grown 66% in the state government. That is unsustainable. And purely raising taxes this year to try to fix it will never fix it. In fact, it'll make that dynamic worse. 